Hi guys and welcome to the Extra Dynamic Podcast. It's the Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally July. Okay. Anyways, hi guys, it's Ashley. We're talking a little bit quiet today because it's currently nighttime and my cousins are asleep and we're in Pittsburgh while we're filming this. And I'm saying we because I'm with a special guest. The Grim Reaper. <laughs> it's Amber. It's Amber and she's back from California. We're I'm Ashley's sister. I'm 19 and I'm... Don't know how to read. And I don't know how to read. And so basically, Amber goes to college at Chapman University. She's going to be a junior. She's a rising junior right now. Yep. And I recently graduated college, as you guys know. Um, And so basically, today, we're just going to give you guys some college advice. Yeah, and Ashley knew that she had to call on me, the big guns, because I actually (laughs) went to college. (laughs) Yeah, because Amber actually went. And I just graduated she never but, really went. Yeah, sure. Just kidding, she did actually go. Yeah. So, but I had the more classic college experience of, like, leaving the house for most of my college experience. Because mm-hmm. I lived at home for most of my college experience. But we're going to get to that. Yes, exactly. So I did have a previous podcast called My College Experience So Far. And at that point, I think I was still a senior. Um, so I would totally recommend listening to that just to give yourself, like, a little bit more of a background on my college experience, whatever. But I got a lot of messages, actually, that people that are going to college were listening to my college podcast, and they were like, this is really helpful. We would love a college advice podcast specifically, and I feel like Amber has amazing advice, so I, I did want to bring in the big guns today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they listened to your past podcast, and they're like, hey, this is really insufficient. I've never been more disappointed. Please redo this video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The video. The video. Yes. Anyways, I'll probably do another podcast where I recap my entire college experience, but for now, I really want to get a college advice podcast out before you guys start applying to schools. Maybe there's some rising seniors in high school who are about to start applying to college. Yeah, but also there's people that are probably about going to, go to, to college. college in August. Well, they don't really need help. <laughs> yes, they do. No. Yes. Anyways, we're going to start from high school, just in case we have some high school people here, just like a little bit. And then for the most part, we're just only going to talk about like in college or like freshman year, maybe. Yeah. But for now, we're going to start with high school stuff and like preparing for applying to college. Yes. So basically, my best advice is if you are able to take AP classes or IB classes, my school didn't offer IB classes. So literally, I don't know anything about them. But AP credits for me personally helped a ton because the credits go towards your college credits, basically, but they help you to have less of a workload and kind of avoid taking additional Amber, turn off your phone. My I'm gonna have a mental breakdown. Okay, okay, wait, let me re-say this then. AP credits basically help you like get adjusted to your workload better because it takes away from like the, your necessary college credits so you can avoid taking additional classes, especially if you already know the material. So for example, you take calculus, you don't have to take calculus in college or something. Um, but basically I was able to do most semesters only taking like four classes, occasionally three classes because I racked up a lot of AP credits and it just made my college experience like go a little bit more smoothly, I think. But if you don't have any AP credits, also don't worry about it. Like you'll be fine. Yeah. My experience with AP classes was I took about four in total in my career and I only got a four or a five on half of the exams so half of them were just a waste of my time adding more stress to my high school experience so i would say only really take the ap classes that you think you could get a four or five on the exam 
Because otherwise, it's like, uh, why did I do more work? Yes, like, I took AP Chem, and it was an extremely difficult class. And then you didn't pass it, right? No, I got, like, a three, or, yeah, I think I got a three, because I didn't really study that hard. I was a senior, and I was like, you know what? I don't even care anymore! So I just got a three on it, and I, I think you needed a four for credit at my school. We have, like, a list of notes that we're looking at, so our next segment is called Gap Year. And our only note under is TBH, you should take one. <laughs> okay, my parents were like, do not take a gap year. You're never going to want to go back to college. And, like, I actually wish I took a gap year because I feel like I would have realized, like, maybe I want to change my major or, like, maybe there's a different career path that I want to take. Or, like, I just felt like I didn't even know, like, why I was going to college. Like, I just wasn't ready. And I feel like if I had a gap year, during that gap year, I would finally feel ready, like, by the next year. Yeah, but neither of us ever took a gap year, so we don't really know much about it, but... Charles did. Charles did, and he really got a lot out of it, and now he's very secure in what he wants to do, pretty much. Yeah, like, he was originally going to go in for, like, bio, and then he got a job doing, Bio? Yeah, literally, he was going to do bio, Um, and then he decided that he wanted to do, like, childhood education and teaching, which is awesome. Yeah, and then... I just fell. I just fell. <laughs> I feel like Amber remembers more also about the college application process because she is, like, younger than me. So do you have any, like, things to say about college apps? I f- we forgot to mention that. Okay, yeah. Well, basically, I would say this is my advice for everything related to all of this, like high school, college, applications, etc. Mm-hmm. My main advice is don't stress too much because everything will eventually happen for a reason and everything will mm-hmm. eventually lead you to the right path. Don't stress too much. You'll get there eventually, somehow. Yeah. So if you isolate, if you don't take gap year, it'll be fine. If you do, it'll be fine. If you don't get into certain school, it'll be fine. Yeah, literally, I don't know why people stress so much what school you get into when, like, low-key, I feel like it kind of, like, just doesn't really matter. Like, all, I feel like most colleges are good and, like, you can get a really good education, like, at any college almost like when I went to community college for like a semester I was like I literally loved it so much and I felt like I pretty much kind of had a better education there than at my four-year school so I'm like bro what is the even point and all my professors at my community college were from other four-year schools so like it just doesn't even make sense yeah like they're all well educated doesn't matter Mm -hmm. okay well basically so next segment is advice about the application process my advice is well, actually, I was terrible during applications. I applied to 14 <laughs> schools, and I applied to, like, 10 in the Northeast. And then at the very last second, I was like, wait, let me throw in a couple random California schools, and then that's what I ended up going to. So, like, I spent so much of my time on schools that I ended up not wanting to go to at all. Mm-hmm. So I would say, like, try and dwindle it down. Give yourself less work to do. Don't apply to a ton of safeties or a ton of schools that you know, like, you would never, ever go to. Because mm-hmm. in the end, like, mm, you're only going to pick one of them. And... But it's still really important to have safeties because I overshot myself. Yeah. And then I was like, damn, I have, like, no safeties. I think, like, you should have, like, kind of majority safeties. And I feel like 10-ish schools to apply to, 7 to 10 might actually be a good number. But I think I applied to, like, 12. Yeah, TBH, do whatever you feel like. Some people only apply to 4. I would also say, so, yeah, be realistic. Don't overshoot what you think you can get into. Like, don't apply to only Ivies. And also, give yourself some diverse options. Like, if you're from the East Coast, apply to one on the West Coast. I don't know. You might as well. Like, you might as well. And also, like, just go somewhere warm. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, Also, with applications, advice is just, like, 
try and get it done quicker than usual. My the mm-hmm. way I did it was I just went to Starbucks and like typed the day away, and you just really grind out, listen to full albums while you're typing. They will inspire you, and it'll be a very important moment of your life. Like I listened to "Remain in Light" by Talking Heads a lot when I was doing my college apps. Remain and- in Light dressing. No, no, no. And I listened to Roy Blair. Anyways. And Mario Kart music. And Mario Kart music. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't, but I wish I did. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So basically, I feel like that's like pretty much all we really have to say is get it done beforehand. Like really, like even like the summer before you got to apply, kind of like really get started thinking about it. Yeah. And just do what's authentic to you. Oh, this is actually what the real advice should be. When you're writing your essays... Do what's authentic to you. Don't overthink it. Don't try and, like, make it sound too complicated. Don't use too big of words. Just be, like, very genuine and your true quirky self. And they'll see that and they'll like it. If you try and sound, like, pretentious or, like, whatever, like, they have enough of that. They want some nice, fun essays to read. They want to hear the tea. (laughs) They want to hear the tea, and that's the truth. (laughs) So... Yeah, and just try to pick schools that don't have crazy hard applications. Yeah, sometimes... It's not worth sometimes it. Sometimes <laughs> it's not worth it. It's because the application yeah, is if, so long. If it was your dream school, but it has a hard application, not anymore, bro. Amber, You're not going no, there. No, they should totally do it if it's, like, your dream school. But, like, if you're on the edge and a school is, like has crazy applications i just like straight up didn't do those yeah exactly it helps you weed out the schools that you didn't even want to apply to it's kind of a fact yeah so i'll just say for your application be genuine try not to overthink try and get it done sooner than later and make your environment when you're doing your work very comfortable a starbucks drinking a latte that's a great time i think that's pretty much all our advice for applications pretty much just go with your gut Mm -hmm. you know what you need to do yeah Okay, now our next subject is community college versus four-year schools. Ashley has more experience with both of these things than I do. Yes, although Amber now does have a little bit of experience, but not really. Okay, you talk about your stuff first. Okay, so basically, as you guys know, I did one semester at community college through, like, basically a program at my school, and it was so amazing. One, because I was there with Charles and his friends. Like, that was really fun because I feel like I had more friends there. But also, like, I guess at my school, it's, like, a STEM-based school and, like, people are more shy. But, like, at the community college, people were so outgoing. The professors were so outgoing. The class sizes were small. Oh, yeah. That was the main thing. I really love a small class size. True that. Yeah. And, like, at RPI, where I went, like, lots of my classes were, like, 100 people. So that would kind of, like, it just, like, doesn't... You, like, can't really make friends as well. Do you know what I mean? So, personally, I really like community college, and I do actually wish that I went there for the first two years because I think financially it would have made the most sense for me because I was living at home anyways. Um, But it really is what kind of you want to do. Like, I think if you really want to have, like, a living away from home experience, like, really being on your own, Mm -hmm. maybe a four-year school would be best for you. Although, people still sometimes do that for community college. I just think, like, the living alone environment is more at like a private or public four-year school yeah um basically the whole point of this is like if you want to go to a four-year school great for you if you're leaning towards community college that is awesome yeah and like financially makes so much sense like honestly education is just as good way cheaper it's amazing and you can also still have a college experience like once you transfer 
like as a sophomore junior into your other school yeah the truth is people in like my class that did the two years of community college they actually got the most bang for their buck with college yes i'm hoping there's not gonna be another pandemic but those people got the first two years done during a pandemic at community college mm-hmm. they're getting the same college experience as pretty much everyone else yes. and now they get to go to a four-year that's university. so much smarter. i'm like you guys are lucky yeah because why would you be paying like yeah, that's so what I did. much money. Oh my god, it doesn't even make, even make sense. But anyways, Amber right now is taking a summer class at community college. Yeah, so my experience is that I've been at Chapman University, which is a private university in California, and I'm from New York, so I was obviously away from home. And I've been there since freshman year, and I'm going <laughs> to stay there. But my only experience with community college is right now I'm taking one anthropology class in the summer, and mm-hmm. it's like really easy. It's there's no Zoom meetings at all. It's just a discussion oh, really? post once a week, so, like, I don't even know what... But it's, can... like, extra credits, though, so that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, getting a GE done. Oh, yeah, bae. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much what we have to say. I guess what we'll get into next is for people that are probably going into college, like, really soon from when I'm recording this podcast. So, I want to talk about orientation and why making the most of orientation is, like, actually probably one of the most important parts of the college process, and Amber can really attest to this. Yes. So, basically, if you don't know what orientation is, it's probably a couple days or a week before your school semester starts. What, Ashley? Oh, sorry. I'm, like, butting in, but for my school, when I went... So, I went to a lot of different schools by accident because I transferred. I'll talk about that later, but some of you guys know I went to George Washington for one semester. Our orientation, though, was in May, and then we came to school in, like, August with no orientation in the summer. So it just felt, like, really disjointed and, like, you don't remember people from, like, a few months ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, what are you going to do about that? Okay, I know. That's not my fault, but I still could have made the most of that orientation. I kind of didn't. Like, I kind of hung out by myself. But Amber, on the other hand, prime orientation at Chapman because it was, like, right it was the, the same week, week before of school. school. It was mm-hmm. the week before school started. So orientation is a few days or a week before school starts you get to meet people it's like different social gathering events where you just meet people in your major or in your class you learn about the university etc etc and you do a lot of games and activities depending on your school it could be more or less cringy but (laughs) uh the main point is okay so orientation here are some of the emotions you're gonna face you're gonna think oh my god i have no friends yet i don't want to go to an event alone but you have to realize that's the whole point of going. You got to go alone and then you walk out there, hopefully have, having met a couple people. So don't be afraid to walk into events alone. That's the whole point. And mm-hmm. it's set up for you to walk in alone. Like it's organized so that you will feel comfortable walking in alone and like being mingling with people. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you're going to feel is like, oh my God, I'm the shyest one here. That's how I always feel. But felt. you have to realize everyone is having the same amount of nervousness. Or there's probably someone there that's like way more nervous than you. Or there's so, always the kids that are like crazily outgoing and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, oh my God. So basically it's just really entertaining to watch. You also have to realize um, this is your chance where literally nobody knows you yet. They don't know if you are like deemed the quiet person. So you can pretty much go out there and be whoever you want to be. You yeah. can just pretend, like go out there and... Have the acting career of your life. Just start acting like you're outgoing and like you're the boss beach. Just be like, I'm confident. I'm confident. And what's anybody going to do? Nobody's going to be like shocked. They're just going to be like, oh, wow, she's fun. I feel comfortable. So basically what you should do is walk into orientation, find someone who looks kind of cool or find anyone. Basically, if you're standing next to them, just be like, 
yo, so like, what's going on at this event? And then they'll be like, oh, uh, bro, I don't know. And then you're just bonding over like that's exactly con- what that's you'd exactly say. what everyone at orientation says. You're like, oh, uh, what's going on? Like, what are we supposed to be doing? And they're like, I have no idea, bro. <laughs> and then you're like, yo, I'm Amber, by the way. <laughs> and then you basically are. And you just- talk about your major. Yeah, and you're like, what's your major? Where are you from? And then you just go over the small talk. Eventually, if you You should really give more small talk tips because this is probably epic for people that don't know what to say. Okay, actually, this this is going to be our um, improv set. This is going to be our... Okay, we will be so good at this. We're going to act out every conversation at orientation, basically what you're supposed to do. Okay. I'm going to lead this thing. (laughs) Okay. Hopefully, Ashley can catch up. I think I'll be fine. Okay. So here I am walking into this event. Okay. I spot Ashley. Wow, I love her purse. She has great taste. Oh my god, Dang. Let me go walk up to this bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. Yeah. Hey, do you know, like, what we're supposed to be doing right now? Like, what is this event? I literally have no idea. Bro, yeah, I, like, I keep going to these events. I have no clue what's going on at any of them. Honestly, same. <laughs> also, it's, like, kind of cold in here. No, yeah, like, I'm literally freezing. Like, this AC is blasting like crazy. <laughs> I'm Amber, by the way. Oh, really? My name's Ashley. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Wait, what's your major? I am TV writing and production. How oh, are you? that's like, I'm really jealous. I'm business, though. Oh, cool. So you're like in the party dorm, eh? Hey, kind of. Like, you can totally come by any time, though, for real. Oh my god, no, please stop. I'll, like, I'm totally going to you to the place. business parties. Oh my god, please. You know, it's the most lit there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so are you like from in stay? Are you from California? No, I'm actually from New York. What about you? No, wait, bitch. I'm also from New York. <laughs> bitch, where in New York? Bro, I'm literally from like this city in uh, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I literally live in the same house as you. Wait, no way. Are you serious? Yes, I'm being dead ass. Wait, is this your address? <laughs> oh my god, it literally is. No way. Are you mm-hmm. serious right now? I'm being serious. Wait, so we pretty much went to neighboring schools. No, I think we actually went to the same exact school. Oh wait, you're literally right. Wow. How, how did we not know each other? No, I have like literally no idea. Wait, can I also get your number by the way? Wait, actually, no, yeah, totally. And you should totally text me like for the next like orientation event or yeah, something. Yeah, so that we can like, so that we can, like totally come together. Yes. That's actually the key thing. If you feel like you're having good friends with them, be like, yo, what's your number? What's your Snapchat or something? And like mm-hmm. for the next event, like let's totally go together. Mm-hmm. If you find something like you really feel like, oh, this is fire. Mm-hmm. And you can offer just like be outgoing, be the one to be like, yeah, we're going to go to the next event yeah. together. And if they say no, then you're like, okay, well then F off, bro. I don't. Leave. Yeah, literally. If you but get always ask for phone number, like honestly, always ask for it. Yeah. Or it's like, not weird. Order Instagram or something. Mm hmm. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's basically how a conversation goes, and mm-hmm. that's all you need to know. Um, orientation, what else do you have to know? Yeah, basically, you can have the chance to just, like, totally put on your acting mode and pretend that you're confident. Basically, if you're ever sitting down, you got to just talk to the person next to you, because otherwise, you you're both going to sit there feeling uncomfortable. Both of you guys will feel so much more relieved talking to each other. Even if you're, like, just, like, oh, hi, like, what's your name? Like, you'll just feel so much more calm. Yeah, and it's, like, just nice to realize, like, oh, everyone, you'll be surprised with orientation. You meet so many people at once, and mm-hmm. you'll be so shocked how nice every single person is. And you're, like, wow, this is a great human experience to realize that all people are actually very nice. Yes, and it's so nice to meet people in your major, and especially make sure you exchange numbers with them, because, like, they could be in your class. Yes. Very important. Yeah, basically, orientation is the one time in your college experience where you're going to be meeting a lot of people. Like, yeah. And then after that, it basically it's plateaus. It's like just classes. It's just classes, people. and nobody's really meeting each other as much. Unless you like rush for sororities or frats, that's when you meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But orientation is the main time for most people. So really try and just go for it. Be patient with yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing great. I promise you. Yes. Yes. Anyways, I kind of want to just get a little bit into choosing your major slash career path. I mean, I feel like for everyone, 
people change their major constantly so it's like really not a huge issue if you're like what do i do i feel like no one knows what to do um but basically my main takeaway is if you don't like your major slash your career path change it just change it like just don't do it just try classes in multiple majors basically what i'm trying to say is just don't wait to figure out your life after college you should just start now like I know it's really hard to figure out what your passion is and like I absolutely did not know at all while I was in college I feel like I think it's still like you can still have like an inkling of like do I really like where I'm headed or do I subconsciously really not like where I'm headed yeah. and I think like, that's an extremely big alarm that like you need to figure out what to do and you could like probably totally reevaluate like what would a happier major be for you because um, I know I was pretty unhappy starting out as like what was I? I was like pre-med pretty much and then I was like you know what I don't really feel like this should be my job maybe I really would love to do YouTube or like some sort of job in business so then I changed my major and I also started YouTube and I literally just did it and I really put my mind towards it and I believed I could be successful yeah and that's the main thing but anyways wait my uh, my experience with choosing a major was I applied to college to be a nutritionist. That's how I did all my college applications. And then as soon as I got into all my schools, and as soon as I got into Chapman, which is known for being a really good film school, I was like, wait, this is a perfect opportunity for me to do exactly what I want. Why mm-hmm. would I ever throw it away to do something that I'm so not interested in, really? Mm-hmm. So, and I realized my whole life, suddenly once you realize what you want your major to be, what you want your major to be, everything makes sense. Like, I realized my whole life has been tied to TV, because I'm a TV writing and production major. I realized my whole life has been tied to TV. Everyone's always been hinting at me that I should, like, be working in television. I always loved making movies and little videos. I always loved doing different voice impressions and stuff. Like, anything related to TV and video creation, I've always wanted to do. It's like, wow. Once I made that connection that I could do TV, it all made perfect sense. So basically, if if you don't know what you want your major to be, Right now, you'll figure it out eventually, and it'll make great sense. Mm-hmm. And even if it's later, it's fine. At least you figured it out At least you figured it out. You can change it. Everything will be okay. Yes. Also, it is a little bit easier, though, if you kind of know what school you want to go into, because there are different schools, like within a college, like there's a business school, there is the film school, there's the engineering school, and for some colleges, like for example my college, if I wanted to transfer into the engineering school, I don't even know if that would be possible because the engineering program is like extremely, extremely competitive. Oh yeah. And like because of that, it makes it a lot harder to get in like switching majors wise. Same for Amber getting into film school was yeah, really, I had to, really competitive. I had to send in a full application, like I had to do this full project thing and submit it all and get a letter of rec. So that was a big deal. I did my freshman year of college undeclared because they didn't let me automatically transfer into the major, even though I knew immediately I wanted that major. Mm-hmm. So I did my first year undeclared i got a lot of experience in different majors i found out what minor i wanted by experimenting with different classes so that was a really great experience being undeclared and then i did my application and then sophomore year i started with my major and now i feel amazing and what is your minor my minor is integrated educational studies at chapman which is basically just education teaching little kids it's not anything i want to do but i picked it as a minor because chapman makes you have a minor basically Mm -hmm. And those classes are really fun because yes. you learn how to be nice to kids. So I was like, yeah, yes. I'll make this my random minor just to get classes done. And now it's really fun to do. 
That's epic. My minor was psychology, and I actually really enjoyed that as well. It was very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to get into my classes tips slash study tips, because those are also very important when you get to college. Yes. Yes. So basically, what I have to say is avoid 8 a.m. classes in general, unless you're like a super crazy morning person. Don't do it. Like, you will think you can get up because you've been getting up early from high school. But you no. literally can't. It's I completely would, different in college. It's completely different. So I would say like like 9 a.m. is like, don't even okay, do that. I no. know, don't even. 10 a.m., that's, sometimes for me that's still early. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, 11 a.m. is the earliest I ever want to go. <laughs> yeah. And that's a true proof. But like, sometimes 10 a.m. is good for me because I'm like, oh, like, I'm kind of getting started early in the day. I feel nah. good. Anyways, though, it is... Like, that's low-key still early, because you, like, gotta wake up at, like, 9. Yeah, no. And, like, if you're walking to class, like, it's kind of crazy. So, just know, 8 a.m. classes, extremely painful, because if you're walking to class, you're probably leaving, like, 7.30, 7.45. Yeah, Bruh, no. that's early, early. Yo, that's early, bro. Yeah, so, really keep that in mind. Know... You know, just just know how how you work, and if you really want to wake up that early, yeah. Try and make your life easier. Don't exactly. challenge yourself with your schedule. Mm-hmm. And usually, you'll probably have at least one or two classes where you cannot avoid an eight a.m. and like you just have to take it. Not but in my experience. I had to take physics one, I think, at eight a.m. Actually, I have no idea. I had to take a couple classes at eight a.m. to graduate as well, and I was like, "Bruh, are you serious right now?" But then COVID happened, and then I got to do it online, and that was actually kind of fire. If you could take it 8 a.m. online, that would probably be the best. If you could, like, create another pandemic and then take classes no. online, like, that's actually the best option. Yeah, probably. Anyways, additional study tips. When your class registration... Actually, this is not a study tip. Yeah. <laughs> when your class registration opens, immediately... Why are you making fun of how I talk? I couldn't, so I couldn't say it. <laughs> Stop. Right now. That's okay. really mean. Okay. Anyways, registration. Register immediately for your classes because... They run out quick. They run out way quicker than you would ever even imagine. They run out really quick. Well, I'm not talking <laughs> like that. I'm literally not talking like that. Okay, never mind. Okay, anyways, register. Like, they'll give you a time slot. You do gotta it do it right immediately. at Immediately. Like, you gotta wake up at 5 a.m. to register classes. Like, people go crazy for this. Anyways, now here's some actual study tips. For me, the way I study is I go to my class, I write down notes to study, I rewrite all of the notes or I rewrite all of the PowerPoints that the teacher gave me and I go crazy with it. And I do have to say it is best if you go to all your classes and if you actually pay attention in class, you would not believe how much it helps. Yeah. No, okay, this is like literally should become sense. But sometimes I'm sitting in class. I will do anything but sit in the class. I will like literally be editing a video in the back. I will be shopping. I will like be doing another class's homework. Like no, if you actually pay attention to the set material in each class, it saves you so much time in the long later. run. Okay, Amber, I'm no, being like dead no, ass. No, though. seriously, I do the same thing. Like. like you will be so smart in the class if you just pay attention during the class. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, I'm being serious. I would go to, I would attend every single class on time the entire semester, but I would not listen to a word the professor was saying, <laughs> so I was just sitting there blanking out. Literally. The one, t- the times where I would actually listen in class, 
I would be killing it. Your brain would be huge. Because think about it. It's either you blank out and then have to make time to study later, or you just listen in class and that's it. Yeah, and usually if you listen in class, you learn it faster as well because, like, you get confused later trying to, like, figure it out. Don't make yourself teach yourself the whole subject. Basically, I did that when I was taking Calculus 2 because I would go sit in the class, edit a video, come back and be like, bruh. And then the day before the class, I would spend literally eight hours learning, like, entire like half a semester worth of things and just like writing out everything and just learning the math and for me personally i could make that work i could cram like so much information if i just like focus for eight hours because luckily my brain could straight up focus for eight hours because i'm crazy and i could somehow focus for so long sometimes which is also how i'm able to edit youtube videos i feel like But if that is not your brain, you need to take that into account and figure out a good studying process for you and slowly write notes over time or do whatever else that you do to study effectively. But personally for me, writing notes has always given me that A, guys. You know what I'm saying? I think I've only gotten like one or two Bs in college. And I believe it was in chem, which is sad, but that's fine. Anyways, I also want to say get a good writing materials. Get a pen that you just like love to be writing with. Get a notebook that you love to be writing on. If you are going to use an iPad, they're kind of expensive AF, but you could get like a 300-ish dollar iPad. Use the iPad pencil. They have like a cheaper iPad. What? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, anyways. The Notability app goes crazy. You're circling things. You're moving your notes. Extremely amazing interface. Super helpful iPad, to me, totally worth it. Also, it's really aesthetically pleasing when your notes are looking beautiful. Also, and that's a fact. fact. Also, get to know your professors because it really comes in handy when you need letters of recommendation. Slash, they will just like you, and that's always a good thing. Yep. And then, another thing. Wait, let me say this next point. Okay, Bay, go ahead. Another great thing to do, when you're not taking classes related to your major... Take classes that are that are about like gender studies, systemic issues, racism, etc. Like take those classes that teach about it because that's your opportunity to actually learn really important things. Like and, really, really and important. You learn it in such an interesting way. Like those were my favorite classes I took in, I took in college, and it's made me such a more like well rounded, like actually aware person. Like you'd be surprised how it would change your life to take those classes. Mm-hmm. So if you have any time for, like, an open class, if you need a GE, try and find one that's related to, like, those types of issues because yeah. they are so... In- like, LGBTQ plus stuff, like, that's really... Like, include that in yeah. that little Take realm. ones that could challenge how you currently think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just take amazing classes. Be educated more than you were in high school by taking these classes and going crazy. And I also think... To some extent, this is also what a lot of YouTubers miss out, because I know most YouTubers don't go to college, which is totally fine, but I think a lot of people do miss out. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. But I do think a lot of people do miss out on, like, these amazing classes on, like, systemic issues, like you're mentioning, that could be extremely helpful for literally not getting canceled. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, pretty much. (laughs) Basically, take these classes just so that you don't get canceled. That's pretty much, like, the main point. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's why all YouTubers should go to college. Yeah, exactly. No, but literally, when I was undeclared, and even when I had my major, I've taken about, like, five classes related to, like, LGBTQ stuff, racism, blah, blah, blah. I've learned about, like, the history of my college town and, like, how it was systemically racist and it's just like makes you feel so much more like aware and like trying like i don't know just aware of your community and like how these things actually came to exist Mm -hmm. i don't know like it's just crazy yeah also this is completely unrelated but study abroad if you can i was not able to study abroad 
I really like it wasn't like really on my radar and also I feel like I was kind of afraid like I can't just go somewhere by myself and I didn't and I really have friends in college by accident I like I did towards the end but like only right when COVID hit so I was like okay FML you know what I mean right um I would have totally studied abroad if like I had a friend that was going to go with me I would have loved to go to France that would probably been the best experience of my life but it's fine I'll probably do like an EF tour or something but anyways if you do have the chance to study abroad 100% you should totally do it go see different cultures it'll be amazing okay okay our next section of the video is <laughs> how to make friends actually why did you write notes about this you don't even know anything about this okay i actually never do even know how this. to make friends because you never even it's done not this like before. i'm socially awkward or something i just like okay. no but you've never even made a friend <laughs> okay literally no, but stop like, roasting me yes i do have friends like you're literally my friend uh mom pays me a monthly allowance <laughs> to be your friend <laughs> Okay, anyways, I feel like, I mean, I had, like, friends during my college experience, but I never had, like, a BFF or anything that, like, I really did things with. I mostly had, like, acquaintances until probably, like, I was a junior. Then I was like, okay, I'm actually going to get involved. And this is the main thing, is getting involved. Join a club, a sport, a sorority, if it's not, like, crazy or something. Like, I know, like, sometimes in, like, the South, sororities and fraternities, like, get into hazing. And I just feel like that's really bad. But if you can get into like a maybe even like a business frat or something for example um or just something that seems very nice and chill at my school personally the sorority was so chill it was like girl scouts everyone helped each other everyone was super nice like low drama and absolutely no hazing no no reason like you didn't have to like party or anything like it was really chill so if it's something like that totally do it meet people get yourself out there go to the club fairs do i did cheerleading i love that i did volleyball i absolutely love all of that clubs i joined pal filipino american league i think pal every filipino club is literally the most lit club no, seriously that. <laughs> like every college yeah like every college filipino club so amazing everyone's so nice i literally love it if you're not filipino like no one cares just join the pal just club. Go the club just go to the club and you'll learn things it'll be amazing um really getting involved is the main thing i really really stress that because when i was in college i didn't really join like a club or anything and it was really hard to meet people but like as soon as you join a club like you will make friends mm -hmm. you will meet people and it will be amazing guys yeah okay next point i'm gonna say this mm -hmm. the point is your first friends likely won't be your only friends or they won't be your long-lasting friends so well they might but like Probably not all of them. Pro probably one or two, but probably not all of them. Mm -hmm. So the main thing is, don't be too heavily attached to the idea of keeping them around forever, because life happens, bro. People, Literally. People move on different paths. People stab you in the back. People will stab, you, stab your ass in the back. <laughs> and, um, no, so then the truth is, you don't want to isolate yourself in a group, because if that group falls apart, then you have nothing left. Exactly. So you want to make sure you have groups, you have different friends in different areas, mm -hmm. so that if your other friends fall through because you won't expect it but it might happen and you want to have some other people that you know at least mm -hmm. um would you like to talk about your experience with that or is that like a little bit too specific well i just had a big friend group at college and it was pretty random and now looking back i realized we were only like a group of friends because we met during orientation and were too scared to meet other people so we like stuck around each other also what was the place that you met tell them 
What was the, the place silent we disco? Oh yeah, we met at a silent disco, so it was really weird. They handed out headphones that played the music, but if you were standing without headphones, you'd be looking at a group of people wearing headphones dancing around in mm-hmm. silence because it was a silent disco. So that was interesting. And then, um, yeah, so basically I was with that group of friends, and then once we had to start thinking about housing for sophomore year, that's when the beef started because we realized we didn't even like each other. <laughs> so then beef started because we're like, I don't want to live with her. I don't want to live with that one. Uh, and then it's like realized nobody even wanted to live with each other. Mm-hmm. And so then the real beef came about. And when you have to figure out housing, that's when shit goes crazy. Hits the fan. That when shit hits the fan. And so then I basically lost that whole friend group, except for one of the people, and that's going to be my roommate this year. Yes. I've never lived with her before, but I know she's my closest friend at college, so... Yes, babe. Hopefully that works out. Amazing. But yeah. Anyways, my next bullet point on this list that we're currently reading, get comfortable with doing things alone. I feel like I really got out of my shell in doing things alone when I went to D.C. because I was kind of actually by myself a lot, but like I really would like go to a cafe by myself. I would literally take the metro by myself. I would go like to Virginia by myself. Like literally, right. I was insane. And like just go do things by yourself. Go shopping by yourself. Just really enjoy your own company get used to doing a couple things alone like you don't always have to be with a group of friends um but also be incredibly safe especially if you're a girl really watch your back be safe af carry pepper spray buy pepper spray on ebay yes yes okay another thing about doing things alone if you ever need to go to the cafeteria by yourself it's totally fine don't worry about it because nobody's looking at you. They're all way too concerned with their own lives. Like, they won't care if someone's sitting by themselves. I've seen yeah. a million people sitting by themselves. I've never even batted an eye at yeah. it. I'm just like, well, they're just chilling. If you ever feel uncomfortable about it, just bring your laptop with you and then just, like, pretend to do some work or just do some work while you're eating. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like cafe vibes. Then it's like, oh, she's in a cafe. She's serving. Mm-hmm. She's doing work. She's she beautiful. everything. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. basically it. So, basically, I sit down next to Ashley. Yo, so, like, this professor, I, on her, on her, rate my professor, like, her ratings, like... You're not gonna start telling someone that. Okay, actually, you're right. (laughs) I'll I'll sit down and be like, yo, do you even know what this class is about? Yeah, we're actually in Psych 101. Yeah, but, like, what does that even mean, bro? Like, I, I keep coming to these college (laughs) classes, I have no idea what they're even about, bro. It's just, like, a general intro to Psych, you know? Okay, damn, I'm confused. (laughs) Okay, this is probably the worst to get literally ever. How about I start? No, okay, but I'm being serious though. The way that you bond with other college students is you just walk up, you complain, and immediately (laughs) complain and say that you're confused. And then they're like, yo, me too. And then they're like, obsessed with you. You're just like, yo, what's going on? I'm so confused. I hate this. I'm burning up. It's so hot in here. And you're like, bro, I know, right? Girl, what's your name? See, anything relatable. Yeah. I'm dead. Okay, wait, anyways, I'm gonna start now. Okay, so pretend like maybe like we've been sitting down for like 10 minutes. No, you start talking immediately, bro. Actually, yeah, maybe you're right. Okay, so I immediately sit down. I like put down my bag, pull on my laptop. I'm chilling. And I'm like, hey, wait, what's your... Oh, wait, shit. This is weird. Nice job, Ashley. (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) Wait, okay, okay. I actually don't know how this works Okay, be quiet. I actually did this one time. Okay, great. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay, I go... Hey, wait, can I actually... Oh, wait, maybe we're, like, passing papers. I'm like, oh, here's your paper. Oh, wait, by the way, can I get your number? I, like, don't know anyone in this class. Do you mind? Just, like, for assignments and stuff? And then, and then I say, wow, that was very forward. You didn't even <laughs> ask me my name yet. Wait, I'm so sorry. What's your name? My name's Amber, and I'm very offended. <laughs> 
and then I pick up my bag and I move my seat. <laughs> and I say, Professor, this girl right here, she's trying to cheat off of me. That's why she asked for my phone number. <laughs> On the first day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay but, okay, but actually you would be like, oh yeah, sure. Another way. Okay, this is actually how Amber, I would do You're it. ruining the skit to uh, the max. No. You don't know how to do these things. Okay. Basically, what I would do, you spend the beginning of class being like, oh, hey, I'm here right away, blah, blah, blah. What is this? I'm so confused. I'm really hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you sit there for the entirety of class feeling comfortable next to each other because you bonded at the beginning. Someone that you met at orientation sitting behind you and they're like, bro, what the hell? <laughs> they hear you like repeat exactly what you said to them earlier. Oh, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. But basically, you start off the beginning of class bonding, gang- like saying your names <laughs> at least. You sit through the rest of class feeling comfortable next to each other. At the end of class, like when you're starting to pack stuff up, you'd be like, oh, hey, by the way, like, do you want to like exchange numbers or like snapchats or something just in case there's any like assignments we can like kind of rely on each other to like... I know exactly. I know. So like imagine like the professor says something or like... Or, like, he, like, clicks a slide really fast or then you're like, wait, like, do you know what he said on, like, the last slide? Like, he just clicked it, like, so fast. Yeah. And, like, you, like, ask him any general question. Maybe, like, wait, like, what was that formula again? Do you know? And then eventually you're like, could I get your number? And you're like, by the way, like, I think you're really beautiful and I would love to take you out sometime. What's your number, babe? Yeah. Just ask it to anyone. Just ask them Even the professor. Yeah, you basically at college you just have to ask everyone on dates to get their numbers. Yeah. And like you low-key have to go on like friend dates. Be like, let's go to lunch. Oh, you could be like, hey, do you want to like study sometime? Like you can meet me at, or Mm -hmm. we could just like both go to the calf or like we both go to this coffee shop and we can totally study for this exam, bro. Yes, studying is amazing. The best vibe, oh, this is the best bonding vibe personally for me everyone struggling so hard to study for an exam example studying for comp sci everyone like 10 people 15 people were all like oh my god what's gonna be on the test someone help we need an upperclassman to help us with our homework because we don't know what's going on and then y'all just bond and it's like amazing yeah. the, the fact is people can only become friends by bonding through hardship that's why orientation mm-hmm. is the best time to make friends because orientation in itself is hardship <laughs> everyone is struggling to the max and yes. freaking out and if you bond in that moment you're great if you bond over a hard class you're great that's how you make friends i love to bond over like physical games as well i mean like like sports like soccer yeah like i would love to play a game of soccer with all of my classmates yeah all of my best friends i actually met through soccer <laughs> just kidding i've never played soccer in my life yes, I have you no have as a baby okay basically i think we need to move on from talking about this okay okay next is Next advice on the list is don't hang on to toxic friends. I think we already covered that. Yes. Next is make friends with upperclassmen that can help you with homework. LOL. And that's just a fact. And that's just a fact. Next is join a college Facebook group, Reddit, or Discord. Very necessary. For one, to just like meet potential roommates before you move in. Also just like know general college updates and like what is going on in the college. And just like kind of make friends low key. And just like know what's the tea. (laughs) Yeah. And Amber pretty much like met one of her good friends on Facebook as well oh yeah i did i met my best friend from college on facebook mm-hmm. also leave your dorm open in the residence hall leave your door in the dorm okay no but my college door was so heavy i could never prop it open like, and nobody propped their doors open that's kind of sad i'm really sorry i know but basically just be like hanging out in the hallways be hanging out in the common rooms and just mm-hmm. be talking to whoever you want especially in the sp- mm-hmm. especially in the spaghetti of the semester <laughs> just like <laughs> I meant to say beginning. Okay. <laughs> in the beginning of the semester, everyone's down to meet people. So if you're hanging out in those common rooms, you'd be like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. You live in this dorm? 
yo, wait, I think you're in one of my classes, bro. Yeah. Just make up a full lie. Just be like, pretend they're in one of your classes. Be like, yo, you're in my, like, one class, bro. No, bro, I swear you are. <laughs> and they'll be like, not nine. You're like, no, bro, I promise you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next. Bro, you're literally insane. But yeah, like, also just, like, be super nice. Like, th- I feel like there were some, like, friends that I made that, like, even if I didn't talk to them, like, that much, like, they would always be like, oh, hi, like, Ashley, and, like, remember my name and be, like, super nice. And I just feel like they were always, like, just, like, good friends and just like really nice people and they like i remember them and they're amazing also i personally did not live with roommates my first year um or my first semester and i actually because i was like i really do value my privacy and also i was long distance with my boyfriend mr charles and so i was like i want privacy i want to be able to like facetime call my boyfriend etc but low-key it would have been way better adjustment wise to live with roommates even though it's hard to put up with other people it's a life experience it's a life experience there are some beautiful moments that happen because of it Mm -hmm. there's some terrible ones trust me bro but mostly you'll be like wow i lived the college life yeah and sometimes you get to hear them sleep talk yeah my one roommate named ella in the middle (laughs) of the night she she was laying there and she goes ella and i was like what the hell man that that's so actually weird. amazing though he was so outgoing and just so friendly and had a freaking dog i was like you are perfect she was like on these spiritual vibes as well yeah she was just like so awesome yeah she was really nice and she like skateboarded and i was like you are just a cool gal literally yeah anyways that's pretty much it about how to make friends next subject of the video mm-hmm. video is staying sane wait people are gonna think that we're like doing a video when really we're only recording the audio of the okay podcast. i keep saying video as a joke i know it's just a podcast i know but i just want to remind them this is a joke when we say video yeah it's a podcast yes anyways go on here's the tea it's okay to be sad be patient with yourself don't be so hard on yourself don't expect yourself to pretend like everything's okay to like do... everyone cries like when they get there yeah like everyone like balls after like the first yeah, day or something there will be some times that really test your sanity and that's just part of it you can't you can't tell yourself that the world's ending that you failed it's like no this is literally part of it and tomorrow's yeah. a new day and, and like the college experience like won't be perfect like you will have a lot of mostly, ups and downs it's <laughs> mostly a bunch of downs but then in retrospect it's hilarious but in retrospect fun. it's literally so much fun yeah so just sit through the pain of the moment exactly in the future you'll look back and think that was hilarious or that was a good story yeah exactly do everything for the stories literally um another thing is make your bed cozy Ashley wrote that i don't <laughs> yeah, know that, why that's what i wrote as a bullet point um if you just have like a really nice cozy and like cute living space you'll feel a lot better and like keep it kind of clean as well you know it's kind of the vibe i never did that anyways um okay another thing is don't fail to communicate with roommates be assertive amber should not be saying this because she is extremely passive of a roommate and it ruined my life a it million did. times yes if you have an issue with your roommates you gotta call them out right at the beginning if your roommates are stealing everything from you if your roommates are stealing all of your belongings <laughs> and also never cleaning a single damn thing you have to just call their ass out. am i allowed to swear yes you gotta call their ass out and Amber never did that. I never did that, but I, looking back, I should have. Because I waited too long to call her out. I couldn't call her out at the very end. She'd be like, why are you calling me out so late? Mm-hmm. I spent an entire year having all my things stolen, having everything left so dirty, nasty foods in the fridge, full bobas being left undranken for two months because she would buy them and never drink them. I actually, it was a terrible experience, honestly. And I should have called her out immediately. And she also, like... Sort of how she, like, stole money from me. Like, she made me Mm -hmm. pay for things that I didn't ever buy. I was, like, so confused. So, basically, if there's any slight issue with your roommates, 
communicate with them. And basically, like, I was, I feel like I personally was very assertive, like, when I was in a room, I mean, we had, like, singles, but with four girls, and, like, sometimes, like, things would get really gross in the bathroom, or, like, the refrigerator would be like, hey, can you guys clean that up, or hey, can we, like, do this, and, like, they would do it, and it was really good, and you just have to ask people, and, like, be nice about it, but, like, be assertive, you know what I mean? Don't let them walk all over you, like, kind of like what Amber did. No, you be nice the first time, be a little nice the second time third time it's a screaming match <laughs> and you have to win you never have a i've never had a screaming match have you I had know. a screaming match no i haven't but looking, I've, but you wish you did looking back at how bad this year was with roommates i wish i would scream in all their damn faces just kidding i liked i think you're just afraid of the consequences of like having someone that's like in your close living quarters like have tension with you yeah so i didn't want to do that but looking back i'm like nope i put up with way too much i totally feel that yep also another thing Seeing your family, like, while you're at college is the most amazing experience. Like, even, like, I had my aunt and uncle come by, and it's just, like, so nice to be around family. Also, care packages are amazing. I remember some of Amber's friends, like, sent me birthday packages. It was just, like, the nicest thing in the world. Like, Michaela sent me a birthday package. What? I didn't even send you a birthday package. I think you did. Oh. Yeah. And, like, it was just so nice to receive those if you're, like, really missing your family. Amber doesn't really miss anyone because she's on her own vibes. Yeah, no, I was, like, confused earlier. Like, yeah, everyone cries when they get to college because they're homesick. Bruh, I was never homesick. I know a <laughs> lot of people, like, maybe, like, half of people do. Like, I definitely did. I know friends that, like, love their college but, like, still, like, cry during the first, like, week or so or even month or first crying. semester. I was just crying because, like, people at college were giving me trouble. Not because I, like, really missed anyone. Oh, the wow. The key is just to go to a college that feels like a resort and then you'll never miss anyone. <laughs> Yeah, my colleges were always, like, kind of cold, but if you, like, go to a warm college, it's kind of a lot, it's kind of really nice. Yeah, go near the beach. Another thing is, like, really try to pick up a hobby or, like, maybe even a side hustle or a job that will help keep you doing things. If you have too much free time, it can actually be a bad thing. Keeping yourself busy really helps keep you, like you know, in the swing of things and, like, keep you moving and also sometimes, like, just keep you sane, literally. Okay, now we're going to talk a little bit about... Okay. Anyways, now we're going to talk a little bit about college lifestyle. So, something I do want to say is that you don't need to drink or, like, smoke to have a good college experience. Yeah, no, basically, I've gone through all my college never having to do any of those things because you go to parties and people are like, are you drinking? And you're like, no, not tonight. And no one cares. And then they're like, okay. And if someone's like, no, no, you gotta drink, then they're just really weird. Yeah, then they're the ones that are being pressuring and weird, and that's yeah. not your problem then you're at like, all. Then you're like, oh, what is their problem? And then you just, like, walk away. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, every party is still really fun if you're sober, because it's like, you just get to watch. Yeah. And it's like, I'm fun when I'm sober anyways. Like, why do I need to... Why would I have to do anything? Yeah, and you can, like, hold a cup if you feel awkward. Like, you can hold a cup of, like, water yeah, and, like, nobody drink that. Does. Like, literally no one cares. Nobody cares, bro. Yeah, you don't even, like, if you don't want to tell people that you're, like, not drinking, like, just be holding a cup of water or just hold the cup and never drink it. Like, literally no one cares. No one notices. They're all doing their own thing. Also, I'm allergic to drinking. I actually, I guess I'm not technically allergic. What's the word? I just don't have the gene that breaks down alcohol. You have Asian I glow. get extreme Asian glow. I'm also, because of that, 10% more likely to have a stomach cancer. Did you know that? If you get Asian glow, you're 10% more likely. Or no, 10 times more likely to get yeah. stomach cancer, which is insane. And I just want to avoid that. And also, if I, like, drink, like... I'm 21, like, I've had, like, a shot before, go completely red, feel like my skin is burning on fire. It's not enjoyable. Like, why would I do that to be fitting in with other people? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And even if you're 
not getting Asian glow and don't like have like a reason like oh I'm allergic or something like you just don't have to do it even if I didn't get Asian glow I still wouldn't drink just because I don't like it and it like to me personally it just feels like not healthy and I don't feel like I would feel good after drinking do you know what I mean exactly exactly anyways yeah don't need to do that you can still go parties you can still have a good time and just be on your own vibe and the whole thing is like don't like be like oh like i'm kind of awkward like i'm not drinking you just have to like completely own it and be like yeah i don't drink like that's just me that's just how i do it yeah, and like you own it you either say i don't drink or you say mm, not tonight you mm-hmm. need to say that every night yeah literally yeah um another thing for the college lifestyle ashley wrote okay you actually say this i don't know okay like <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, I don't know why I really put this in the college lifestyle section of this podcast, but I said keep a journal. Um, For me personally, the only reason why I'm saying this is because I look back at, like, my journal that I kept in college for, like, a week, and I was like, oh my god, this is so interesting to read back on. So if you do ever want to, like, read back on something interesting, either take, like, insane Snapchat memories. That's what I do. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, keep a journal and, like, it'll be fire. Also take a chill day there are days where i just like completely only stayed in my dorm for like a whole day because like sometimes you just need like your brain to rest and like just to not do anything like you don't have to be doing stuff every day true that bro true that another thing i do want to say is be safe literally i know get to college probably some of you guys being sexually active be extremely aware of different protection methods you do not first of all want to get stds especially don't want to get pregnant and trust nobody and trust nobody also yeah no matter like if you're hooking up with guy girl anyone non-binary person make sure like you just you know the protection methods wear condom all the other ones mm-hmm. you know look up youtube videos that are on it that are better explaining it than me get tested make yes. them get tested make everybody get tested and that's just the facts and that's just the facts like literally can't trust these people probably like you need to be like <laughs> let me see the test paper <laughs> yeah <laughs> or just like like you should you really need to trust them like honestly because if you like contract some like std like it would really suck if it was something that was like preventable do you know what i mean yeah and also it's like you're at college you have a lot of things to worry about you don't want to add an std to your list yeah you, you don't want like a pregnancy scare like while yeah. you're like you going don't have through time for this yeah literally you don't have time for this just know what you're getting into bros yeah. mostly watch out around like frat guys <laughs> that's the real tea seriously well yeah that's just like what every college says like just beware bro and also like yeah and and if you ever meet a bro that's like no i'm not using protection or something or if you meet anyone that's like no i'm using protection be like not worth my time then yeah exactly not worth your time not worth your time at all think about it these college people are lame and are they prioritizing your health yeah no are they really worth losing your mind over std and pregnancy scares no Mm -hmm. not at all yeah so I mean, maybe this doesn't even apply to some of you guys, but I do want to include this in the podcast because, like, that's this is a very real thing. I feel like hookup culture is, like, a very real thing in college. So, like, you need to be really careful. I mean, if you have, like, a super, like, long-term partner, then I feel like you can, like, be a little bit more chill if, like, you guys are, like, tested and, like, you're, like, chilling and whatever. But, like, if you, especially if you're, like, meeting, like, new different people, like, really, yeah. really need to be careful. Yeah, especially during orientation week, that's, like, a frenzy for those things to go around. Anyways, I think that's enough on that. Yeah, anyways. Another point in college lifestyle subject is keep your drink near you and keep your friends close also at parties people get drunk you gotta watch out for your friends yeah sure. you don't want to get roofied or something don't want to get roofied don't want anyone to get in a bad situation if your friend happens to be walking off into a guy's room 
take like, her aside and be like, are you, like... Are you sure? Like, you, you know just what's like, going on, like, make sure that they want it. Like, yeah, and mm. the guy might be like, why are you cock-blocking me? But it's like, no, like, you like, want to make sure that your friend is, first of all, consenting, like, not super drunk, not going to get, like, killed by, like, some random, like, guy that you guys don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, you really need to be extremely super-duper safe with these things. Stay safe and spooky! <laughs> and now for the Halloween segment! Yes. Just kidding. Um, let's get into just some other things for the ease of living in college. Allow your mom and your friends to see your location so that you're not being dead. Yeah, literally, like, you might be like, oh, I don't need someone watching my location, like, uh, but, like, honestly... They might as well. They might as well. It gives me a lot of peace of mind to know that my mom knows where I am. Like, I purposely put myself on Life 360. I know that sounds insane. <laughs> so that my mom knows where I am because I want my mom to know where I am. Because, like, what if I go missing or something? Like, I just love that my mom knows where I am. It makes me feel more safe. So either your mom or your friends or, like, your siblings, just let them know where you are. I feel like that's kind of that's kind of a good thing to do. Also... If you use Lyft, for example, be very careful, especially if you're going by yourself. I will personally only use like a car service like that during the daytime and like honestly just try not to go out by myself at night. Um, but yeah, safety is a very big thing because sometimes college students be like, nothing can kill me. I'm on top of the world. Nothing you can gotta, kill me. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. But you gotta be safe. You gotta be careful. Then I did want to talk briefly about long distance relationships. TBH, they are really hard, and I have seen many upon many long-distance relationships fall through during college, and I don't want to discourage you guys, but I just want to, like, let you guys know, like, it's actually really hard to keep a long-distance relationship, especially if it's, like, one from high school, because, like, it's really hard to feel, like, the emotional connection sometimes with people when you're far away. Sometimes people will be doing crazy things when their girlfriends aren't around. It's just, like, not the best. And sometimes I feel like some aspects of college could be more enjoyable if you're single. Like, not even gonna lie. But if you do have someone that you love, for example, I love my boyfriend Charles, and I've dated him since high school, and for me, it was personally super extremely worth it to continue to date him during college, but I do at the same time feel as though I actually kept myself from going to, like, parties or fun events because I was like, eh, like, I don't need to go. There's, like, too many dudes there. I don't need to really be, like, talking to dudes. But, like, honestly, like, I could have just gone to, like, the parties and, like, had fun with my girlfriend, so I don't really know I didn't do that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, that's, like, really all I gotta say. It's just, like, it's kind of hard. So, really evaluate. Do I love this person literally so much? And do I trust them a lot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make sure that they are really loving you. Yeah, make sure that's the most that's also the important most thing. thing. Make sure that they're really loving you a lot and that they're not doing crazy things behind your back or something. Yeah. Literally. Trust no one. <laughs> Trust no one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyways, I did want to do a little bit of advice on transferring schools. This is the last section of the video. Yes. Seriously, you're going to keep saying video. Oh my god, I podcast. Okay. Um, Because I change my majors constantly, and I also transfer schools. So basically, if you really don't like your school... Leave it. You can you can just leave it. Drop out. No. <laughs> well, if you do feel like dropping out is like your vibe, then like I guess you could as well. Like, but you don't really think hard about it. There were times when I extremely wanted to drop out of college because I was like, I'm just gonna do YouTube full time, and I am still doing YouTube full time. But I'm also really grateful that I fully did college because it made for YouTube content. Yes, <laughs> because that's the only reason. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, but like I actually feel like I learned a lot of things, and I love to do things in college and like meet college friends and like the college experience is really fun and I'm happy that I went through it and I kind of want to go back to school because I miss it but it's fine. I transferred after like one semester but 
I really had a specific vision of what I wanted to do, which was like literally start YouTube, which is insane that I would even be like, I'm going to start YouTube with my siblings and like I will make sure that it's like going to be successful. I was kind of crazy when you think about it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have like a really specific vision or like you're just unsure, I would try out the school for at least a year because I've had friends I wanted to transfer, but then stayed for the full year and they're like, no, I actually love my college. I'm going to stay. So it really depends, Mm. guys. Um, But like I said, college will always probably be really difficult to adjust for the first semester. And also transferring, it's like a whole different process. You have to write essays again, etc. Do a lot of paperwork. The same is maybe also going to go for changing your major, depending on like how competitive the school is that you're going to. Um, So just, just keep that in mind. And once again, if you don't like your major, literally just change it. For example, Amber has some friends that, like, love music, love movies, love all this stuff, but then are, like, doing bio and, like, literally hate it. I'm like... Bro, just change it, bro. Bro, just change it, bro. Like, literally, just change it, bro. And I know there is a big issue with, like, having your parents be prideful of your major and whatnot, but at the end of the day, really think about your personal happiness. And you... There's a chance that you could, like, do bio or do whatever and still fail, so you might as well take a chance on the thing you love. Exactly. That's so beautiful. I just quoted Jim Carrey. Are you being serious? Yep. What's the exact quote? You can take it... You can do the thing that would be more successful and still fail. So you might as well take a chance on the thing you love. That's what he says. I don't know the real quote. Wow, I know the last really line. that's really amazing and beautiful. Yep. Well, anyways, we actually kind of totally forgot to do our accurate picture of where we're sitting in the beginning of the podcast. So we want to like do that really quickly. We're sitting in the guest bedroom of our cousin's house. We're sitting on the corner, on the floor, on the bedside table. The mic is propped up. Mm-hmm. We're just sitting on a blanket. Amber's literally wearing her only her underwear. Because I was going to bed, and she said, Amber, get out of bed, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, we're filming a podcast. Okay, but... I was literally asleep for, like, two hours, and she said, Amber, wake up, wake up. She's completely lying. Anyways, (laughs) um, Amber goes to sleep with only her underwear on, like a weirdo. Personally, I have to wear pants and socks, because I get really cold. I wear a sweatshirt. Yeah, and no underwear, I mean, and no pants. And sometimes no underwear. What would I wear (laughs) pants for? Um, I don't know, in case your, like, butt cheeks are freezing off. A child? It could let in a child. What? That's Mike was asking. That's a Monsters, Inc. quote. Why do we always close the door? It could let in, uh, something? It could let in a child! I don't remember that. It's also a TikTok audio. Oh my god, Ashley. I'd never heard that TikTok audio. I I don't... Whatever. Okay, anyways. Yeah, that's basically where we're sitting, and... We're pretty much at the end of this podcast. This podcast was long AF, but I really hope that it helped you guys. And I feel like we, like, gave really good advice, especially the skits. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no. Like, I wish I had skits to listen to <laughs> to, like, have a script in my head of, like, how these things are supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I feel Basically, like, yeah. You can do whatever you want, but, like, that's how I personally speak. Like, that's how I would do a conversation. I don't yeah. know. I feel like it's, like, kind of, like, a really nicely, like, accepted way, at least in the United States... To like do that because people in the United States like love to complain to Bond. Yeah, exactly. So if you're in the U.S., like that's pretty much just do some how you do it. Yeah, just do some complaining. Yeah, <laughs> and you're golden. Oh, because I like literally loved it. when I went to community college, like doing group work. Oh yeah, my wrap god, this up. Okay, I'm just like <laughs> reminiscing. Yeah, wrap this up. Okay, and lab classes. Oh, it's so amazing doing hands-on fun work. so bad. Okay, well then, we'll just do our manifestations now. So, let's get into our epic manifestations. Epic manifestations. 
I'm manifesting that this upcoming school year will have the same feeling of magic and whimsicalness as oh, my freshman wow. year did on campus. And I that want COVID to, will be gone. Yeah, I want to feel the same feeling I felt when there was no COVID on campus. That's quite a big manifestation. My manifestation is that I get a cat. Okay. <laughs> I, my mom is going to get so mad at me. I want to get a cat or I want to get a bonded pair of cats. And I want to rescue them from a place. No. And I love Bubby. I absolutely love Bubby. But I'm kind of like, wow, I should really like take advantage of cat. me having my apartment to save a cat. So I'm kind of thinking about that. I'm also thinking that I really want to feel good about editing and like maybe join a co-working space or like go to cafes more and like be on my own vibe and i'm gonna hurry up right now because amber's literally gonna pee yeah i'm literally shaking (laughs) but we want to thank you guys so much for listening if you're listening right now and like listened all the way like i actually love you so much if you guys have anything to say remember to dm me on the podcast instagram at extra dynamic podcast or to comment on like one of our last posts etc and yeah guys thank you so much for watching i really hope that this was a helpful podcast and i'm so happy that amber's here with us it makes the podcast actually so much better. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, honestly, I listen to your podcast where it's just you talking. It's, like, almost unbearable. <laughs> okay, I'm kind of agree. No, I'm kidding. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys, so much for listening. Me and Amber will probably have, like, maybe one or two more podcasts together. And, like, she Hundreds, has her bro. own room now at your apartment. Oh, in college, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I could, we could do podcasts together again. We could do long-distance podcasts. Mm-hmm, so... It's totally going to be a vibe. I'm so happy to be back doing the podcast again. Like, actually, this is amazing. And Me too, bro. Yeah, we're going to head out for now. It's, like, kind of late. It's, it's 12.42. Yeah. So, good night, guys. We hope that you have an awesome day, morning, night, wherever you are. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and this concludes our Halloween episode. <laughs>